Time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, DJ MV, Angela Yee, from the guy. What's up? Kilo, the artist. Get it off your chest, bro. Yes, I would like, I would like to sing for you guys this morning. Uh, for last time, and I did sing uh, some Afro music. Okay. All right, go. Let's do it. All right. If only you I see. Too many girls around, but it can't compare to you. Uh, girl, you are the one for me. Man. Don't you should know I ain't going nowhere. Bro, I've been looking for oh. you, bro. You the guy that goes 41, 42, 43, 44. That's you, right? No, I'm Kilo the artist. I'm originally from Africa, Congo. Okay. So take me out. All right, brother. Have a good one. Blessings. Thank you. I thought it was, too, though, when he first started off. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Get it off your chest. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. What's happening? Um, So I just wanted to get a little bit of something off my chest this morning. I'm calling from Detroit, Michigan. Okay. What up, though? Um, so um, this morning, I went into work, and, you know, I started my regular day. Um, I work at a plant, and... uh. Uh, I noticed that my team captain wasn't here. She was here yesterday, and she didn't turn into work today. Um, so after an hour into work, uh, one of my coworkers came up to me and told me that she wasn't there because she tested positive for COVID. So I'm like, uh, well, why didn't anybody tell us? And if this, this is our team captain. We work closely, very closely with her every mm -mm. single day, um, which means that we're exposed. We were exposed. Um, why didn't anybody tell us? And then, you know, they should have told us when we came in so that we could Absolutely. even go get tested as well. So I just left my job um, um, attempt and uh, I just left so I could get some um, tested. And I'm not sure if I even have a job now, but I am steaming because I have a two year old and a 10 month old at home. and. I literally just popped out this morning that I've been exposed to COVID. Damn. And, and, and I didn't find out through management. I found out through a coworker. And I, of course, I uh, approached my management and said, you know, hey, why, why aren't you guys, why didn't you guys tell us that we've been exposed? And they told us that uh, if we hadn't spent more, 15 minutes or more with her or have been within six feet from her, then they didn't have to tell us. But I'm like, this is our team lead. We work very closely with her every day. Of course I spent more than 15 minutes with her. You know, right. so. Yeah. You've uh, been exposed. You have family members that you're concerned about. That's not fair yeah. to you, your family. Absolutely. And unfortunately, I lost my father-in-law uh, earlier in April to it. So I'm, I'm terrified right now. Absolutely. I'm literally shaking, driving around. Well, the first, I have to look for urgent care to test this morning. Yeah, the first thing you should do is go get a test. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, and after you get that test, I would still, you know, take the time to quarantine for a few days. Absolutely. But unfortunately, like, I'm a temp, so I have to, if I'm if I test negative for it, you know, I have to go back to work. 
Wow. If I still have a job at this moment, I'm not sure if I do because I did immediately leave because I was so frustrated. Like I said, I have two small kids at home. I cannot take those chances, you know? So, right. Yeah. Like Charlamagne said, the first thing you do, go take your test, make sure that you, you are okay, and, and you got to do what you got to do. I mean, you don't want to affect your family, and I get it. I would be scared and nervous as well. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to go through and I would, And I would definitely call and email my job just to let them know. I know you're attempting right now just to let them know the situation that you left to go get tested, that you've been exposed to COVID, and you do have family members to take care of. And and send an email. Yeah. Send an email so it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's written. It's a document. It's, you can... Yeah. Always follow it. Wonder how liable these companies are Thanks, when, they, when they expose you to COVID. That's never you can sue them it's for negligence. negligence. Yeah, That's right. It is, right? That information they're putting you at risk. Absolutely. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up! Wake up! Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Elijah from Raleigh. Elijah, get it off your chest. Yo, why is it that kids don't want to go to HBC schools? I think because of publicity. They get no shine on ESPN. First of all, what's an HBC school? HBCU, you mean, bro? I know what you meant. HBCU, Charlemagne the God, smart ass. You forgot the U. I didn't know what you was talking about. Whatever. But, like, <laughs> you look, you don't see South Carolina State on TV. They don't They don't get games. ESPN should play HBC games. I agree. Oh, I agree with you. I definitely agree. I agree. With you. It's up to you know what though. It's up to those 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 superstar athletes from those states. Somebody's gonna have to make the sacrifice to say, you know what, uh, white ice is not colder, and I'm gonna go to an HBCU. I'm gonna take my talents to an HBCU. That's the only way they're gonna start getting a them, couple the, of them the, are the doing. Though. The young lady that went to yeah, Hampton, she plays that. baseball. Well, and another brother it. went to uh, Howard, he plays basketball. So there's a couple of them doing it though. Yeah, but still, ESPN is not put them on it. Most kids want to shine. They want to go right. to a, a D1 school so they can get the publicity to be a household thing. But they don't get that. So I'm, I feel like ESPN should take the initiative to, to have a, a game day just HBCU um, schools so they can get some kind of shine. Because if not, then that's the reason why they don't want to go. You right. Why? I agree with you. So I don't BET or Revolt. Maybe BET or Revolt should start airing them games. Exactly. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works with TV contracts, but I do think it's a, I, I, I do agree with you, sir. Thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? This is Isaiah. Isaiah, what up? Get it off your chest. Uh, I just wanted to get off my chest. Um, I'm from Patterson, and there's nothing for none of the good-looking people to do here. There's nothing to do in Patterson? Nah, not for the good-looking people. Not for mean? the good-looking people. Uh, Jersey's open. What are you talking about? You said you the go good-looking people? I'm talking about Patterson. I want to talk about Patterson. You mean like you said the good-looking people? Yeah, the good-looking people. I can think of a million things for good-looking people to do in Patterson. Number one is get robbed. <laughs> oh, nah. See, that's why we can't do nothing here. There's a lot of restaurants open in Patterson. I go to all the food and stuff already. Okay, so what else do you want to do? It's coronavirus. Like, we're in a pandemic. Read a book. You, you work? I'm saying after. I'm saying after. Are you born and raised in Patterson, sir? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 22. Oh, man, see, what you should have done is you should have got you um, some good education and you should have done good in high school so you could have went off to college. I did. Oh, you went to college? Yeah. Where you went to school at? PCPC. I went to State College. Oh, okay. Le- leave Patterson. It's okay to leave Patterson. Hello, who's this? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Hello, good morning. My name is James out of Queens. What's up, James? <laughs> Get it off your chest. What bro. up, James? How you doing? How you doing? I'm, I'm feeling good this morning because... You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm healthier now. You know, I lost 60 plus pounds. I did it in 50 days. You know, I did my juice and I'm an over the road trucker. 
The rest of us over here yeah, quarantine. Yeah, Thank you over here losing weight. Good for you by juicing. What's your juice of choice? Oh, I love beef, carrots, ginger, and lemon. That's my favorite. Okay. And uh, that's dope. And I also love kale, kale, cucumber, uh, apple, um, broccoli. Nice little well, sweet congratu- green. Yeah, nice congratulations, Ken. My home, my home. Thank you, congratulations. Man. I appreciate that. You know, I, I called a couple of weeks ago, and, and, and I, I, I shout out Envy for, um, you know, giving away free drinks. You know, the, the 25, the first 25, you get free drinks. And, you know, I was I was in town, and I was able to partake in that. And I, I shout y'all out. But I wasn't able to share my YouTube channel. I, I shared my whole journey on, on, on my YouTube channel. Shout out to some of the guys that found me, but... You know, I what's your YouTube channel? Hurry up, before. get it in now. Yes, please. All right, cool. James Views, J A M E S V I E W S. James Views, check me out. All right, out. thank you, brother. Um, I'm here to inspire. All right, bro. How right, you rushing that man off? My homeboy hit me yesterday and told me he lost weight. He was like, yeah, I lost 25 pounds, but he said he lost it because of COVID, not because of dieting and nothing like that. Oh, because he had COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yep. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that COVID caused you to lose weight, but he said you lost 25 pounds. Hello, who's different this? things for different people, too. Hey, guys, it's Sandra, the Haitian therapist again. Hey, Sandra. Sandra. I got a bone to pick with you, Charlemagne. I'm still yes, waiting ma'am. for that uh, feature on the Black Effect Network for mental health. You never um, got yeah, that. Yeah, we got... Thing. We got some we got some mental health uh, podcast launching. We got uh, my girl Debbie Dev, you know, with dropping gems, and we got um, Michelle Williams with checking in. Did you email uh, uh, Dolly or hit us up? Did you reach out? Well, yeah, I emailed you like three times, and I got no response. What email did you send it to? The one in your Instagram bio. Oh, let me follow up. I'll follow up today. I promise I'll follow yeah. up. Yeah. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, man, you already know what time it is. Your boy DC on fly, man. Hey, man, salute to the Breakfast Club for their 10th year anniversary, man. Hey, Charlamagne, you need to get some new skin, man. You got candle wax skin, man. You tired of this. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have a special guest on the line right now, Kalani. Hi. There you go. Hey, Kalani. Peace, peace, peace. Her first time on The Breakfast Club. This is amazing. Oh, I know. <laughs> Why you look no, nervous? Like... Don't look nervous. We're good people. We're nice people. Sure. I just never did it before. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's important because you have the album. It was good until it wasn't, so we had to make sure that we got you on. So you announced that you were putting out this album on your birthday. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So how are you doing just mentally right now, physically? We know coronavirus, there's a lot going on. Are you good? Is your family good? I'm good, yeah. I have a one-year-old. She just learned how to walk on her, like, around her birthday, which was in March. Um, so just trying to like finish up at my house and do all the um, kinds of things I would normally be doing outside, like you know these press runs or music videos or things like that. Doing it from inside my house has been has been a challenge, but it's been super fun, so I'm good. How did your how did your child help you evolve? How did your your one year old help you evolve as a as a human? Um, she's made me super patient, and I think that she also makes me kind of be able to stay grounded in situations where I would normally like get really anxious or get nervous or just kind of like feel like things are getting to becoming too much. You just look at this tiny human and just realize she has no idea what's going on, and 
He's like, okay, let me get on your level and just relax. How will you stay insane during all this? Because you can't leave. It's not like you'd be like, you know what, I'm going I'm to I'm leave for a little bit. There's no leaving for a little bit. I have a, I have a gratitude list that I literally run through. It's like an uh, anxiety combating thing that I do with myself where I'll run through literally like head to toe the things that I'm grateful for from having, you know, 10 toes on my feet to like hair on top of my head and, it, right. and just my eyes working and things like that. So every time I'm anxious, I just do that and I'm fine. So. Good. You know, Kalani, I deal with anxiety, too, but I'm going to tell you something. You got a one-year-old now, so enjoy it. Because when they get older and they start going to school, your parental paranoia is going to go through the roof. I mean, I, I feel that. I have, I'm have. i the oldest of five siblings, so I kind of, like, already experienced that to, a, like, a small degree. I know it's nothing compared to me having, like, my own child, but to some extent, I know how that felt just, like, when my little siblings started, like, getting out the house and going and doing yeah. it. So. And California is opening back up and everything. So what are your th- what are your thoughts on that? Because they are saying Friday certain things will be open up. We know the parks are open. Like, when do you when are you going to feel like, okay, I can go to the park? I'm not going outside. I just, smart. <laughs> I, don't that, um, I don't think that everybody rushing outside at the same time is smart. So I'm going to just wait it out and just give myself more time and, I have a daughter to think about at the end of the day, so, you know. You know, uh, recently, you know, I know that you, Kamaya, and Keisha Cole did a record, and it was a, some, a misunderstanding with that record. What happened with that record? What was the situation? Well, me and Kamaya did a joint project, and mm-hmm. we had completed everything for the project. It was a really long, kind of exhausting, like, situation. I had pushed my album back for the project, but we had got it done. And when it got to, like, the final decisions, we just weren't agreeing on certain decisions. And I got kind of tired of being talked to very, very, very aggressively. So I just withdrew kind of quietly. And I think that that was kind of confusing. I'm not sure. I put a snippet up of the song that had Keisha Cole on it on social media maybe just months, like months before the project was ever even supposed to come out. Just to kind of, like, get some energy towards it. I had let the snippet go quiet. The fans brought the snippet back up. Like, after the project already wasn't a thing, the fans brought the it back up and made it this, like, huge viral thing, which I don't even know how that came about. And I quote tweeted it and said, oh, do y'all want this? Prove it. And then they went crazy again. Reached out to Keisha. Keisha was still down to be on it. She tried to speak to Kamaya. They fell out because of that. Kamaya basically felt like if she wasn't on it, then the song shouldn't be out. But I wrote that song in the span of us doing our project. And I even tried to reach out during the process like hey i know you didn't write on this song you only wrote your verse but i still want to do good business because we did it in this in our sessions that were for just us together so i still like to give you publishing i still like to do like the proper business behind it i got a really negative response a really aggressive like violent response so i just stepped away further stepped away quietly like i did before and i put the song out and things just accumulated after that like just the response accumulated every single time even, you know, when this was brought into the public very recently, I just responded how I responded in private, which was, if you want to have an adult conversation about it, if you want to have a bathing conversation about it, I'm not tripping. And it just kept getting met with this just, like, aggression and just, at some point, I decided to let it go, you know? Right. All right, we have more with Kalani. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's one of their best friends of the show, Amanda Seals. It's been 10 years of y'all sitting around talking all this shit. 
Oh my gosh, that is such an incredible feat, and I am so honored to have witnessed and been a part of it. And just really big ups to you all for finding a home and making it your own. Because I know we all love to watch y'all sit up in there and sometimes find yourselves in crazy scenarios, but work it out because you're still good people. Love you. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kalani. Yee. Kalani, for you moving forward, right, you think you would want to be in an open relationship because that's something that you discuss. So is that something you feel like that's what you can envision? Well, I mean, to be honest, it kind of, the last one was kind of open, and I think that's what the big deal was about the situation that had happened was because I did give the space for communication and then to be open, and it wasn't kind of honored, which kind of made it worse when you're like, hey, I low-key am saying, any, you know, she can go down. Um, as long as everything's communicated and everyone's adult, because I know how I know how this life is, and I'm not really a big tripper on, off of most things in general. Um, mm-hmm. You wasn't mad at the and you was mad at the communication. There was no communication. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of lies and a lot of covering up, and it was that's what I'm saying when it was like deep and it was like intricate. It wasn't like a simple like I found out the basics of something. It was deep and it was intricate, and it was like a big weaving of something that turned into something else mm-hmm. that just like. That's why I never spoke up on the outside the club thing because that wasn't something that right. mattered to me. That wasn't mm-hmm. a rule-breaking situation. I was like, I just don't feel like getting online and deeply explaining that that is not a situation that matters to me. Then I got to deal with everybody, you know, coming at my mentality about an open relationship. So gotcha. Okay, could you could you it. define could you define what open is? Because I'm old. I need to know what open means. <laughs> I mean, I think it's whatever boundaries you guys set with each other. If you decide to, like, what matters to you? It's like, you, if, if it doesn't matter to me if you can date other people, that doesn't matter to me. It, it's really, it's like each one of those relationships has to be set by each little rule with the two people. Like, it's not like right. a formula for an open relationship. Like, you know, you have to go through each individual step with those things. So I personally can't define an open relationship for anybody else. So for you though, if I, if I if I so for you if I if I fuck somebody else when I'm with you is that an open is that part of your open relationship checklist? I think yeah, I think it depends on what type of sexual relationship that you're having outside of mine. I'm very 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 uh, big on sexual safety and sexual health mm-hmm. and I'm honesty. Big on honesty, I'm very big on communicating it thoroughly and all parties involved getting consent for it and being in the know of what's going on. Like, if there's three parties and, you know, there's three people being sexually active with each other, they need to be on full, fully the same page. They need to all be fully on the same page health-wise. Right. All of these things, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, honestly, everybody being on the same page, everybody being 100% in the know, nobody being mm-hmm. left out and that's that. And so it was okay for you to see other people as well, though, because sometimes for guys, an open relationship is them doing them, but you not. Yeah, he wasn't super down, but I also wasn't <laughs> interested. Like, <laughs> he was like, I don't like the idea of that, but if it comes up, he was like very, like, he just, I don't know how to explain it. He, You know, he, he was a guy. So if it comes up, but it never came up because I just wasn't interested. I'm so busy with my daughter making an album and with the relationship that I did have, it just wasn't, it wasn't a thing for me. Would he mind you being with other women? Um, yeah, because honestly, he wasn't, um, he doesn't have this weird 
kind of like masculine, awkward look at like sexual or, or, or romantic relationships with women. Like he wasn't like, it's a girl, so it don't matter. He was like, no, you really like girls. You can really <laughs> fall in love with girls. So like, yep. I don't need you going and fall in love, falling in love with I don't them. blame him. Yep. A girl could do, a girls could do a lot of other things that I, I don't know how to do. She could eat, eat better than I can. She could do a lot of, no, I, I get it. I, I, get I think it. it's more so the, I think it's more so the emotional connection he was scared of. Cause I'm That's thinking, true. you, yeah. I'm thinking you saw some text messages from YG and those text messages were a little bit too emotionally connected. Whoever he was reaching out to, they was a little bit too emotionally connected for your liking. They were just, they were just intricate and strategic and dishonest. I, w- I wouldn't even say they were extremely deep. They were just, they were just, it, it showed me, it showed me a side that I didn't want to see. You wait till I see YG. How you f*** up an open relationship, YG? <laughs> but I appreciate your honesty and openness with Absolutely. us. Because this is our first time sitting down, so, was, and it's prepared, a lot. I was prepared to talk about it. I knew, I mean, I've specifically never done this show because I knew how much I would probably talk. You were supposed to do it. You were supposed to do it before, but they said you, 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 you weren't ready. <laughs> Hold on, I got a... I got a few more questions for you. She got a rap, um, though, Charlamagne, so you got, you got about oh, okay. one more. Well, you spoke about the checklist you have to keep your anxiety in order. Like, I want to know what other tools do you use to stay mentally healthy? Um, I think I have to make sure that I carve out time to do things that make me feel really normal. Um, meditation, if I can focus long enough. That's hard. Sitting down and binge watching shows, allowing myself to like knock it in the headspace if I'm not working my ass off and doing the most and like vibrating, then like I'm not doing enough because I have to force myself to rest. Um, Just kind of like allowing myself to ask for help and allowing myself to get like, you know, assistance and support where I need it is big for my anxiety because I tend to take everything to the chin and on my shoulders by myself. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Like, control. Like, we always try to control everything. And I think that's why this coronavirus situation has been so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to let go of of things you can't control. Well, Kalani, I can't wait till we get you in person. Now, you know, we all comfortable with each other. So, and I want to talk more when that, you know, the album's out right now. So make sure you guys get it. I think for anybody going through whatever they're going through, there's a song for you on this album that you can relate to. And I think that's what makes it such an important piece of work. So congratulations. Yes, congrats. Thanks for joining us this morning. All righty. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Kalani. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Lou Williams. Now, of course, he plays for the NBA. And he got an excuse to go home to go to a funeral. But he also went to Magic City to grab his favorite wings because Magic City is his favorite spot to eat at. Let's hear audio of that. Magic City is my favorite restaurant in the world. So... All entertainment is shut down in Atlanta. The the restaurant is still open. You can still go to Magic and get get your food. I don't see the problem. Young man stops at his favorite restaurant to get some food. Uh, the good brother Jack Harlow did what I consider to be a lost art, and he tried to lie for his guy to keep his guy out of trouble. What's the problem here, people? What's the problem? That is the question. 800-585-1051. When's the last time you had to lie for a friend? Charlemagne does not lie for his friends. If you're in trouble, do not call him because you will be in the doghouse. Well, yeah, when it comes to trouble with your with your old lady, for sure, you know. Um, and I, I was telling y'all a story from about about seven years ago, maybe seven, eight years ago. And um, I had a I had a partner of mine and his baby mom called me one Saturday morning, like six thirty, seven in the morning, you know, asking me was he with me the night before. 
And I said, absolutely not. And the reason I said absolutely not is because, number one, I don't know what he was doing the night before. The way she sounded in her voice, like, it sounded like he could be doing more than cheating. That brother might have robbed a gas station. He might have robbed a liquor store. He might have robbed a bank. He might have did something he ain't had no business doing. And I didn't want no parts of it. I will not be an alibi. Because the thing about a lie, when you tell one lie, you got to constantly keep telling other lies in order to cover for that first lie. Now, if he would have hit me up and let me know the situation prior, then maybe it would have been a little different. I probably wouldn't have answered the phone altogether. But the fact that you didn't tell me at all, no, I don't condone that. Plus, black men don't cheat. So, you know, if you're getting caught up in situations like that, I'm judging you. I don't want to be involved in your mess. Don't bring that energy in my life. I'm over here trying to protect my peace. And part of protecting my peace is not having to lie. And if I have to lie, I'm going to lie about something that benefits me, not something that saves you. If I have to lie to save you, then I feel like I'm getting in the way of whatever God is is trying to show you. boy. No, I think that's foul. You got to hold your peoples down. Now, yee. No. Yes. When's the last time you had to lie for a friend? You know, I haven't had to do that in a while. I'm trying to remember. But I definitely was the go-to person that everybody always said, I'm with Angela. And I used to have to lie all the time, especially in college. I had a house with three of my friends. And every time one of their boyfriends would call, if they didn't answer the phone or they couldn't find them, everybody would always call me and ask me what was going on. So I became Angelique. an expert at it. So Angelique is a liar. A liar. Expert liar. I mean, back in the day with my friends, yeah, with my girls, and they always would give me a heads up, too. I can't lie for you if you don't tell me what's going on. That's, so that's the most important you give me, thing. If you give me a heads up and you let me know, hey, and it'd be simple, you know, and I think that's the key, right, is keep it simple. And so well, my friends not- would be like, just say I'm with you. And then that's it, yeah. Or you were with me. Or the best lie for me back then was, oh, I think she's sleeping, but I'm asleep, too, so good night. Whoa, now that's I'm coming over. I'm coming over when you lie to me like that. Now. <laughs> I'm not coming. That I'm actually coming did. That actually door. did happen. That actually did happen one time. Well, wake her up. Wake her up. Wake her up. Yeah. She wasn't now there. Wake now her up. FaceTime. Now FaceTime. Wake her up. FaceTime me right now. I'm gonna FaceTime you right now. I want to see you. You sleeping? Hell, you can only do that back. <laughs> yeah, that was the call waiting days. You can only do that when there wasn't no iPhones. Envy, when the last time you lied for a friend? Your wife's listening. Go. Mm, I didn't. I, I I haven't had to lie for a friend. You lying ass beige bastard. Like you lying right now. You lying-ass beige bastard. I haven't. I haven't had to lie for a friend. I mean, my, my friends are pretty good out there. I, I, I mean, other than shout the DJ Mono. Let me shout out DJ Mono. DJ Mono starting today on 105.3 to beat in Atlanta. Mono so getting thrown under the bus. Him. Mono must but, be the single one. Mono must not. be the single one with nothing. But, uh, but I had to. I had to lie for Mono a couple of uh, a couple of times. But you know what I do? Um, I I, I don't answer the phone. When any of my, when I see a number at seven o'clock in the morning, I do not answer the phone. Text me. Text me first. Let me see what's going on first. Let me feel what's going on, and then I might answer. But besides that, nope. I'm not answering the phone. But for anybody out there lying for their friends, just keep it as simple as possible. Yeah, keep it Don't very too simple. Many questions, and then you got to go. Well, let's go Listen, to the phone lines. I want to say something real quick. What's that? A man that will lie for his friends in regards to their cheating will lie to you about his cheating. Think about that when you call up here this morning, people. <laughs> what? 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Tyler. Hey, Tyler, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, man, guy code, man, that's what's going on. Guy code. Talk to me, Tyler. I'm what's that mean? Me. You got to hold your goddamn, right? Of course I'm alive for my homie, Charlemagne. Has See? it been that long? Has it been that long yes, since it, Yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has, sir. Yes, it has. You like a, yes, it has. You need, you need notice for your guy? If, yes. If, if, my girl, if my homie girl gonna call me, that instantly is a red flag, and I'm like, oh, snap. Okay, something going on. But I'm 29. 
So I'm at that age where, you know, we got to do that. We still macking on women. We got to gotta look out for your guys, man, no matter what. Guys, cool. I agree with you. Your man's call you, you got to hold him down, or you just don't mm -hmm. answer the phone. I take two what? all day. Just don't answer the what? phone and text your man. Yo, bro, exactly. you good? Charlamagne, you tripping, Charlamagne. Come on, bro. I'm, 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 you're I'm, Mr. Guy I'm, I'm 42. Five, seven years ago, I was 35. I wasn't in that uh, space where I could just lie. Because like I said, a man that will lie for his friends in regard to cheating will lie to you about his infidelity. God, hit him. Hit, hit this guy. <laughs> He's so disappointed in you. Hit this guy. Thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? Hey, I'm Ashley. Ashley, what's the hey, last Ashley. time you had to lie to, to, you sound to, like to a your liar. girl? Most Ashleys <laughs> lie. Okay, um, it's been about five, seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a friend and I were out to meet drinks. She was meeting an old friend. And on the way there, my friend's now ex-husband had called me. Now, I don't even know how he got my number to begin with, but he was like, hey, is such and such with you? And I was like, no. He's like, what? She said she was with you. So then I was like, oh, well, I had to drop off my kid's dad first, so I'm going to pick her up after. He was like, okay. So we end up meeting at the spot, and the dude, he shows up anyway, so apparently he had a tracking device on her anyway. Um, <laughs> he never found out that she didn't ride with me because she did ride with somebody. But, I mean, yeah, it was just a big mess. It wasn't you. Exactly. Yeah. And do you want to be a part of that mess? Think about all of that. Who wants to be who, no. You're trying to protect your peace and you all in that chaos. I know. Well, I mean, I don't talk to her anymore now. I'm solo. Because she messy. Mm -hmm. And she wants you to yeah. lie for her. That's yeah. not what friends do. I got time for that no, mess. She, well, yeah, like you said, she didn't give me a heads up. I had to come up off the top. So, yeah, no. Yeah, that's all we ask for is a heads up. If you need me to lie for you, I just need to know what's happening in this lie. And what am I saying? That's all. That's right. Don't just ask me to rap on the spot. I don't want. I got. I need to have some written prepared. I got time. To, I ain't no good freestyler. So what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is a person that will lie for his friends or her friends in regard to cheating will lie to you about their infidelities. Hold your friends and down, and if not, just like hang up the phone. Cheat. Just don't answer. How about that? Just don't answer. Don't do your guy Man, dirty like Charlamagne did. Just don't. You answer. say that. I'm there for that. my friends when that, whenever they need me. If you need me to lie, I no, got you. No, you don't. That's a lie. I just need Only a heads up. That's a lie. Only in regard to cheating, because if they call you right now and they told you they, they just robbed the bank and they need you to be an alibi, you ain't going to be their alibi. Uh, if they call you and they say, hey, I just killed somebody. I need to say, say I was with you last night. You ain't going to say, okay, I got you. You're a liar. I ain't going to tell on them. You ain't going to lie for them either. And I'll be like, do, I don't remember. And guess what happens when you do? Mm. Accessory. That's what I said. <laughs> don't answer hey, I don't the phone. I don't remember. I can't be an accessory if I don't answer. How can we an answer? I was sleeping. All right, we got more coming up next. We're the Breakfast Club. Well, you already know what it is, your man Chico Bean. I want to say congratulations too. I just need y'all to do a side by side of Charlemagne on the first day and that tenth year. Dark skin Charlemagne. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Got a special guest in the building. Two special guests. Two special guests. We have Master P and Romeo. Hustlers, hustlers. Yeah. Yes, sir. What's happening? Welcome, guys. See what it is. They came yes, in here yes. with everything. Wrap <laughs> snacks, the noodles. Barbecue yeah. with my honey. <laughs> Look, let me tell y'all something. This is this is the big icon brand. Okay. So nobody had none yeah, of these. Yeah, I never yet. seen those before. Yeah, this is this is new. So shout what out flavor to is it? Honey jalapeno? Yes, sir. Can we open it up? I think if you're from Brooklyn, you get to eat it first. We're gonna make history right here. I'm gonna try the noodles actually. I'm gonna make these later. 
together. Okay. It's good to see y'all together. I was really just thinking about y'all because I saw Romeo's post where he was saying that um, companies told him his bond with his parents was weakness. And, and he's not letting nothing come between him and his parents. And yeah. I was like, damn, what's going on? None's going on. It's just... Uh, you good money. Yeah. <laughs> in this uh, industry, you know, I want to use my platform to, to educate, to shed light on things. Mm. And it's sad. I've been seeing just a lot of people out there when they become successful, uh, yeah. they forget the reason why they're here. Right. No family is perfect. And it's, it's so much drama going on where they want to pull us apart. And it's just like, no matter what, we got to stick together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to add something to that. I see y'all got the Kobe Bryant jersey. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Man, that was a terrible loss for the world. Everybody is is moaning Kobe Bryant. But I was more disappointed when I didn't see, you know, his mother and father acknowledged at the funeral. So mm-hmm. I was we, like, we talked about that behind the scenes. We, we wondered why, but I wonder what their relationship was. Maybe they had a strange relationship. But, but that's what we're saying, that. Yeah. You know what? I think in families, once you get money, it breaks up families. I, mm-hmm. I see a lot of athletes that they have these financial advisors, these agents. Once they get money, we have to educate the next generation on that. You got to be there with the people that help you get there. And I think that's what our buying is about with me and Romeo. It's like nothing going to break this apart. So you guys are not on Growing Up Hip Hop anymore. Huh? Is that correct? Because I, I saw some stories <laughs> about... you getting straight to it, huh? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I saw story some stories show? saying that you were leaving the show and that you weren't going to be on if Romeo wasn't on. So I didn't know if that was just rumors what, TV? Or... Reality TV? Right. We don't play that. Mm-hmm. I mean... And y'all not... know we started the show. <laughs> right. So, I figured uh, but, but But think about this. It's also about having integrity. And I feel like the show is not going... Where it used to be at. It's looking Man, like Pops, a love Let me just say, look, let me you know? tell you. I've been in this business for 19 years. And I'm at a place where it's all about my inner peace. So uh, even with the show, this is about, it's not about the money. I'm the highest paid on the network. But I had to walk away because I can't sell my soul for money. I can't sell my soul for a storyline. I, I know you said when Angela Simmons was up here and she had things to say, too, about being disappointed because you guys had such a strong relationship and you not reaching Wait, we out. had a strong what? Really, like friendship, relationship, not <laughs> relationship like that. But y'all have Look, known each other for a long time. I got, I got no problems with those people. So mm-hmm. you know, for me, I, I want to wish everybody luck. I want to wish everybody the best. I want to uplift people. That's why I, I left the show. It's right. that simple. It's, it's fake drama. I also think that there's so much other things going on in the world, and there's so much positive stuff that we are doing. We have products, we have brands, we have all these different things. Like, let's come up with something else. We don't have to do this. We right. don't need the money to do let's that. Let's celebrate yeah, each other. Yeah, let's celebrate let's each other. Let's educate. And, and like, I think, too, the greatest thing about this, I respect that family. So I don't want to get into a thing with them and, you know, even from with JoJo to all, like, man, come on, man. Like, you're not that tough. So let's, man, we, this is a TV show. And let's yeah. keep it in the TV show world. But my thing is, like Romeo said, we wish them the best. Mm-hmm. Great one, because it's really nothing. Because there's a love triangle. Where all, how the, all of a sudden, Romeo, <laughs> Bow Wow, and Hunter triangle. Like, come on. You, <laughs> you know, as a businessman, like, you got to see that, though. That's all I'm saying. Like, as a businessman, and even the, the situation with Bow has been like that our whole career where people wanted to put Pitch us against, against each other. Yeah. Absolutely. That was my idol as a little kid. I put them in my first single. My baby, in the whole world, they want you to compete. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they do to us. And now it's happening as adults, and I'm like, it's not about to go there because that's not what it is. I right. never had anything 
with Angela like that. The truth is the truth. She's dating other people in real life, so that's not even reality TV. She's going on dates. You guys probably talked about it before. Mm-hmm. So she's on a social media with other guys, football players, basketball, whatever. It don't matter. That's her business. But we just saying this is a sensitive subject for us because we really live this. Her baby daddy got killed. Right. We're yeah. not about to play with that for that family or nothing right. to talk about. That's, that's where the nigga, line is That's crossed. when the line right. is crossed. Right. Right. Like, right. we're not doing that. Like, yeah. we really live this life. I changed my life you know we got our first faith-based movie that's what we came up here to talk about our first faith-based movie is god is real and people don't realize if you change your life you could be here and live with your kids and where i'm at right now i mean i went from almost dying in a project getting shot in the face and missed to be able to change my life to be with my son this is a beautiful thing we should be talking about positive things how to teach the next generation instead yeah, of putting up and, and building families because we feel like we don't want to break that family down on a TV show yeah. so we like man how can we uplift each other and we're not getting into the negative side of it so yeah. I, I'm telling you to be honest with your son I applaud you mm-hmm. and I'm proud of you from walking away from that walking away from the bag most people couldn't do that and God has has blessed us. We got so many things going on to where we don't have to do stuff that's negative to go amongst our family values. And, yeah, I, I, and I don't like the, the fighting yeah. on TV. I think that's whacking the pit. And, yeah. But I do like to see the trials and tribulations because yes. a lot of times, yeah. you know, people deal with stuff and they be like, oh, that family's perfect. Nah. No family's perfect. Nah, no like family's you said, perfect. You and your pops, y'all argue. Yeah. Y- y'all bump heads. Y'all mad at each other. But at the end of the night, you know that's your pops. But guess what? We ain't worrying about followers. We're, about, right. we're getting and bread yeah. together. We got chips. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we, we didn't chips. see enough of that on yes. the show, like seeing the business ventures. Well, that's that you guys... why. But let me tell yeah. you guys, and we we don't want to talk too much about that mm-hmm. and move on, but that network really going to the drama part to where it's losing its integrity. And so if you lose that, we might as well stay in the streets because think about this. They did a, a thing on the episode about Romeo owning ICDC College. That's a beautiful thing. Like, what y'all want him to do? Own a crack house? Mm. Like, let's be honest. Word. We're doing positive things, helping inner city kids, and then the Bible quotes, they made a whole thing about oh, that. Yeah, Pops, that All was right. the thing with me where, yeah, it's a, it's a line cross when you use religion, when you use faith, when you use the deceased and you cross that line. Like, even a promotion, we didn't know it was going to be using religion to kind of put people against each other. Yeah. Like, that's whack. And every Sunday, yeah. you guys read the Bible together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even Bible stuff, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, life's not about being perfect, right. but, but that's you believe real. in that's a man really up above. Yeah, that's who I am. So. I mean, I mean... You don't want to see us doing positive things. You don't want people to grow. We losing too many rappers right now at a young age. These rappers are not even living to be 21 no more. You know, we've been doing this for 20-something years. We didn't outlive a lot of things that because of the mindset change, me wanting a better life well, for Pops, my family. I want to tell you this, too. You know, while we're here, I want to give you your roses because you did change your life. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand this man came from the trenches. Uh-huh. But... You a man, we have Bible study every weekend yeah. because of you. So I just want to give you your roses while oh, yeah. you're here, man. No, I appreciate you're a hell of a man, an icon, a legend, yeah. a blueprint. That's a fact. And yeah. I don't think you celebrated enough. All right, we got more with Master P and Romeo. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Master P and Romeo. Charlamagne? Who do you blame? Do you blame the producers or the consumers? And what I mean by that is you can put out all of that positive content 
But people don't support it. They okay. rather well, see the drama see, in the but BS. But that's why nonsense. it's a marathon. It's not a race, dog. Y'all got to realize that yeah. we're not worried about that. Because think about, look where we come from and look mm -hmm. how far we came. Mm -hmm. We have to hold us accountable. And we have to grow. Don't be afraid to grow. Just because you come from the streets, you're going, oh, man, I got to thug it out forever. You think that's keeping it real? Keeping it real, going to jail and get killed, dog, that ain't keeping it real. Just because you're from the hood, go enjoy life. Take a vacation. Enjoy some of the money. If you really got money, you smiling. You ain't sitting around angry at the that's world. Right. We're not angry. Well, put your feet in some sand, yeah. man. man yeah. Guess what? Even you know if people don't believe, look, man, hold up. Or put your oh, feet in some go. of these. Let's yeah. Hey. 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 Right. Hey. Right. Hey. Let me tell you something. 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 Let me tell this the walk around. Okay, you, just, you, you got a new designer? Yourself. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Stupid. Man. Yeah, right. You okay, see that? Stupid. You know what? We hang hate on, on us. That's what it be. <laughs> nah, these, these look kind of fresh. Okay, okay, they look kind of fresh. Those are fresh. Those are those, those. What's dude's name? No, 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 they don't. This kind of fresh, yo. These are dope, though. Yeah, I ain't this, this, Let me tell y'all something. This the first basketball shoe. You're going to see this in, on some pro athlete real soon. Either, even my kids, Mercy and Hersey, is coming back. This technology is light. You on to something with these now. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I tried yeah. to tell you. Yeah. Yo, I tried to these tell you. These kind of fresh, yo. Yeah. Those dope. Like I said, on Rome's shirt, you got to trust the real. process. Yeah. God is real. You got to trust the process. Got Question. That. How do you make that cool? The faith-based project. All right, let me tell you how. Think about it. I don't care if you're a street person or whatever. Eventually in your life, if you lose something, a loved one, a friend, a relative, you're going to bow down on your knees and realize that God is real. And I think that you can't, how you make that cool is just reality. We going through yeah. that. We going to funerals. We going to churches. We going to weddings. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the whole faith-based thing is about. It's about real got, stories. You got to know that it's, it's bigger than you. Yes. It's I a mean, bigger just, being just than us. Just look around. It's, it's a spiritual warfare we fighting right now because even with us, we don't support each other. It's like the other day. I talked to Kawhi Leonard. You seen Kawhi Leonard on there. He put, took the Gatorade thing and said he wasn't promoting that yeah. after he made MVP of the All-Star game. But if you look at it, we talked about this before the season started. But since we look like us, we don't think we should do business with us. You know, like right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And so we, we know we have a problem and we have these great athletes, but we don't own nothing outside of the basketball. If you look at uh, the guy that owned the soccer team now, that played all these years. How many basketball players we know own the league? One. Jordan. See? Yeah. Think about it. I mean, it was way after his career was over. So we have to start thinking ownership. But that we got mindset is rare, though, yes. Pops. I've seen a lot of people come meet with you and reach out, and they don't see the vision yeah. until it's too late. Until it's too late. Until now you got to wrap noodles. and That's <laughs> yeah. a $5 billion company that yeah. we've been eating yeah. noodles all our life, and we don't get none of this. Yeah. We the first African-Americans <laughs> owners of this. Now, think about it. We able to sell these products that we make. We're giving back. Just like with the bigger product, yeah. this is going to its foundation. Yeah, everything the money going back. It's going back. It's yeah. going back to communities. We're we able to build communities, even well, in prison. companies is doing that, though? What's important about that to me too is that we all have choices on what we want to consume as consumers when yes. you buy a product you can choose from anything you can choose what chips you want to buy what ramen noodles you want to buy but i think what has to resonate with us as a community is the story behind the company yes. that is selling the product and you do have to pay attention to well, is this person invested in our community or yes. are we just giving our money away so so think about this right 
but we hate on each other. The first thing when I came out with the noodles, they asked, well, how much sodium in it? Well, what up? This a $5 billion <laughs> company that Ramon making all the money. Y'all ain't asked. Y'all ain't never asked. Y'all never asked that. Y'all never asked that. Look how we hate on each other. And then when we put the shoes out, we say we don't own nothing or I don't like how. Look, man, everything is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's a process. Yeah, I don't understand the mentality. I understand jokes are jokes, but like even when Deontay Wilder lost this week, yeah. right? It seemed like more people celebrated him losing than they ever did him yeah, being undefeated. Because all quietly year. people oh, didn't want to see that. And they'll that's why they'll go buy products from other people. And we have to stop that. So I think we have to shame the ones that are part of the problems and celebrate the ones that is trying to do right. And me and my pops, we trying to give everybody the blueprint. I think if you're from the streets, this is what you want for your family, even what my pops instilled into me. I mean, I think my pops, like I said, man, I take my hat off to you because I really don't think you get the roses you deserve. I want to give you all them right now. You never know we're going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. Man, you know? my thing is, though, for me, y'all, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the roses again, again goddammit. Do it again. Right now. <laughs> yeah, my main thing for me, y'all, I, I just want to educate the next generation. Like, it's about educating our people. You say, how do we fix that? Mm -hmm. We need yep. to educate ourselves, whether it's financial literacy. I tell every athlete and entertainer, take one hour out a week and go online and look up financial literacy and see how you can better yourself. Because we're not prepared once we get money. Because mm -hmm. my whole philosophy is this. Love people, use money. Most of us do that the opposite. And so this is all a temporary success. You guys need to realize whatever we do, we look at Kobe Bryant. However many millions he have, he couldn't take it with him. Right. So this is a temporary success. You work hard to give somebody else your money in the end. Or somebody else going to take over and do whatever they want to do with it. Well, it money don't matter. Well, man made. But even with the God is real, I want to read this real quick to y'all. We had a little Bible study the other day, but I felt it was on my heart. It says sin doesn't destroy your purpose. It cages it. So I want people out there to remember that. And simply being chosen does not prepare you. If mm. opportunity comes and you aren't prepared, you'll fail. So I think a lot of people just think just because you got talent, just because you're in a position, you're going to win. That's yeah. not always well, the case. Well, I'm going to tell y'all something that I look at. You either want to be a pigeon or you want to be an eagle. The eagles do not fly with pigeons. And a lot of us get caught up into this, man, who's following me and all that. Follow, all that don't mean nothing. I think we need to start getting back to having some integrity and don't be afraid to grow up. All right, we got more with Master P and Romeo. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Master P and Lil Romeo. Now, question, what advice do you have for young entrepreneurs right now? Build our circle different. Right. Like, have some people that's going to tell you you wrong when you wrong. Not somebody just tell you just because you're making a break. Because we're losing a lot of young artists because even the older people around them is not telling them the truth. they like, I'm in it for the bread. I'm just going to keep my mouth closed because I don't want this kid to get mad at me. Right. That's right. the worst thing i ever seen, man. Because think about it. You told me to do the, the uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. I ain't forgot about you. <laughs> the Kodak day. Think about it. My whole thing was I had no. That was a man. setup. That was a setup, right? The man needed guidance. He asked for pee. And guess what? I tried to give him guidance because of you. And I'm like, dude, you know, you know the money he spent on lawyers and all yeah, that crazy yeah. stuff that week. That, people don't want to see us with them. You thinking I'm saying I'm going to you making $100,000. But I got a, a deal for you that's going to get you a million dollars. And I said, this I don't know what, what was wrong. Maybe when he get out, he'll go back and look at it and say, 
I said, bro, you, you getting $100,000 and you giving the guy 5% or 10%, I'm going to get you a million. Give me whatever you giving him. What's wrong with that? Right. I posted not want nothing. Oh, well, P got money. He should. How do? I, how am I going to survive? You think white ice is colder. You know and what they I'm want, saying? They want black people to do for them for free. I, that's crazy to me. Yeah, though. I don't like, understand I, don't, I ain't even asking you for no money. I just want the little cut. I'm going to get you a million dollars. Oh, that's owed to me. That's, that's exactly I'm going to give it to the white man. So let me tell y'all something that I look at, that I look at too. Y'all got to look at even with these athletes. If they was got a, a deal for $100 million, somebody going to bring them a financial advisor and an agent. They're going to give them 5% of that money, mm -hmm. right? They just met that person in three months that's going to do that deal for them. That's $5 million. If somebody in their family, like their mom or their dad, asked them for $5 million, they wouldn't give it to them. Because mm -hmm. I, I even see parents so humble. Man, I don't want to ask my son for nothing. Wait up, you created them. Like he you shouldn't have to me, ask him. He, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. me, dog, when I make my money, I want my family to have. Right. I even want some of my friends to have the ones that was right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but so even I, but right or wrong, like that's why I did that post. Your parents, your parents. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, what is it worth me gaining the world if the people who brought me into the world can enjoy it? Now, whatever you go do with it, that's on you. Yeah. But that's how I lived my life. You even know, even with the tithing. Yeah. Whenever a check yeah, comes in. We tithe. It just like, it goes straight to the people. And guess what? The money just keep coming. That's right. And P, I know you got a good heart. If another young rapper needed some guidance, <laughs> I think you would be I think you would be there for him. <laughs> you had somebody in mind? You know I changed my life. <laughs> but I still got the streets with me, dog. <laughs> like He's like, definitely not taking Charlemagne's advice today. That man. Maybe, Kodak needed it, though. He did. Look what he had now. He if did. anybody needed it, he needed it. He just a, didn't a lot of people need it, but let me you can't give it to You have to, to be everybody. ready to receive That's it. True. You have to be but ready to receive it. Let me tell y'all something it. right awesome. now. I do have a rapper that I'm really trying to save. Uh, King Roy Gotti, man. He's a guy that I think could be the next big star, and he just needs the right yeah. guidance, and we praying for him, and I, I just love his style, and I, I feel like he a work in progress. And then uh, I feel like Marcus Clay is a work in yeah. progress. I think he's a serious lyricist. Hell of a and, talent. And uh, OG3, NBA young boy brother, I feel like he got a chance to mm -hmm. make it, you know, mm -hmm. and it, but he gonna have to go a different direction. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, just, and all my law people, man, that yeah, I'm and with. And your son got an album out. I know he didn't go <laughs> oh, download wow. it. So go support, man. It's called Hidden <laughs> Treasure. Y'all go hit Romeo Miller on there. Okay. Thank me later. That's all I got to say. Yeah, now, to be honest with you, so, Rome, people don't realize like you come from the struggle and the pain and the growth to be able to make music for this time and for this generation is a blessing. I, I I feel like for me, music for our family is a passion. Yeah, I don't even look at Romeo as a rapper. I look at yeah. him as a young entrepreneur. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I, a boss. I never a boss. Let me tell yourself. No, this this is on a serious note. And this is what I'm gonna give you your flowers for, son. You could have went crazy when they were saying all this stuff with Angela about you and even her. I'm proud of him. He just like, man. I'm really not into this negative stuff. Right. And he he didn't even say that. I think that made people more mad because he didn't say nothing about it, like nothing bad about her. Everybody was looking. Because if it was me, Charlamagne, you know, even though I'm in the church, mm -hmm. a minute ago, I would have went crazy. He'd have been in front of the house, in front of the Rolls Royce, look, talking to <laughs> No, let me tell y'all something was even more crazy. You know all the crazy. That's why I'm telling y'all that's just TV. Don't get caught up in the TV. I got so many crazy relatives. They were like, what, JoJo Bomber smashed? I said, what? Yeah. Please leave this dude alone, man. This dude ain't really yeah. about all that, man. But yeah, I'm just not Georgia. No, on, but that's what I'm saying. Nah, we, had, like, we had family. Man, here, I, had, I had to have a family meeting. Like, bro, y'all realize this man 
is good people. Leave him alone. Like, Man, that's yeah. TV. Don't get caught up. But you yeah. know, I got relatives that's just... They, they don't, they don't know it's TV. They, they don't know it's producer saying, saying you'll say that, Joe. Yeah, they man. really into this stuff. Like, say, bro, no, man, don't say nothing, man. Look, bro, we about to handle that. <laughs> I say, man, oh handle what? Gosh. Dude, this is a reality TV show. They mm. was told to say that. Even in, like if you look at people was getting mad with me saying, why Pete talking for Rome and why he met with Vanessa. I'm like, dude, mm. that was the TV show. Access, that's business. So don't mix business with right. real life. JoJo should know better, though. You, yeah, you can't be delusional. You yeah. know, you yeah. got a real, this is a contract. Yeah. Even like I tried to explain to them, it's like, even if you go to a regular job, you got your employees. You got to go to work. Yeah. You got your work friends, and then you can go, to, go home to your real life. If you don't understand that's the same thing for reality, whether you're close or not, you can't force somebody to be close just because yeah. you're on TV. Right? Yeah, and then people have to understand that even to just film, you have to get location releases. You yeah, set it yeah. up, you tell this person to job. come, this person. It's not like y'all for real just hanging out and cameras are following yes. you. And, but the thing is, it could be that way with some people, but you got to let that organically happen. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was telling them. I'm like, let the relationships unfold how they're going to unfold. It's that simple. Right. Well, we well, appreciate yeah. you guys for well, joining us, too. I mean, hey, well, Pops, look, I got to say something else, yeah, too. I got to say one more thing. Because like I told y'all, I've been in this industry a long time. Y'all never heard anything crazy about me, me, uh, down in women or anything. My whole philosophy on life is I don't got to understand you, but I could accept everybody. So I don't care if you shaking your ass like Lizzo on Instagram. If that's who you is, that's who you is. I don't care if you got a head tattoo like Amber Rose. If that's who you is, that's who you is. But be unapologetically you. Mm. I think that's the sexiest trait a young woman could have. And, um... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm out here looking. I may be single, I thought you maybe had a girlfriend. Not. Maybe I do. Private life is a happy life, baby. <laughs> I thought, I thought, now hold on. I thought you publicly said. Private life is a maybe. You know I thought you publicly said business, I have a girlfriend, life. so I can't even did, be did into Did you hear that come out of my mouth? I thought you wrote it. <laughs> so look, oh, no, look. Hey, Pops, I got to say no, something. No, no, look, Pops, I ain't taking no advice from Shardy. I was listening when I was in Minnesota. They had a guy who worked at a chicken place with his Shardy, and she gave this man some uh, crazy advice. That, the man wife was getting hit on by another man at work, and you told him to calm down and go ask some questions. Listen, I'm just saying, you try, you try to intervene and be like, that's not cool. But then she tried to be like, well, what if that happened with you? I'm like, come on now. Well, you look, know what I'm talking about, the good, chicken. I no, I think it's going to be calm, The chicken man. Yeah. So, look, yeah, I want to tell y'all one thing. Can we all just get along? Well, thank the you for joining us. Master Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Miller Gang. It's the Breakfast Yachty's. Club. Good morning. Because right now, you want some real donkeys. It's time for donkey of the day. So, if you ever feel I need to be a donkey man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Donkey of the day goes to an Alabama man named Daniel Sims. Now, Daniel is a member of the Captain John Rayburn Camp 452, sons of Confederate veterans, and he was participating in a counter-protest rally held by an organization seeking to remove a Confederate monument from the Marshall County Courthouse. The rally was held by Say Their Names Alabama. Drop on the clues bombs for Say Their Names Alabama. Uh, now, I know people like to scream that removing the Confederate monuments is just symbolism. Guess what? I don't care. I enjoy the symbolism, okay? I grew up in South Carolina, Monk's Corner to be exact, on a dirt road, 843 was happening, okay? I called the Low Country, which is Charleston, uh, and the Metro, which is Columbia. I called both those areas home, slew to the 803. And my whole life, I would say I never experienced overt racism simply because I never had a white man call me an N-word to my face. 
Now, I know I experienced covert racism. I just didn't know exactly what that looked like because you never really do because duh is covert. But the reality is I was experiencing overt racism my whole life. Why? Because the Confederate flag was flying over the state house lawn in Columbia, South Carolina. It's down now, by the way. Uh, the John C. Calhoun statue was in downtown Charleston. That's down now, by the way. That just came down like a, a month or so ago. And highways and buildings are named after Strom Thurmond, who was a racist segregationist. His name is still on buildings and highways. We need to change that, South Carolina, by the way. Okay, University of South Carolina, y'all need to rename the Strom Thurmond Gym. All right? The point I'm making is that overt racism is and was still all around me in South Carolina. What that does is it numbs you to your own oppression. Okay, your marginalization as a human living in places where racism and bigotry is so overt normalizes prejudice. You really get rocked to sleep. And if you sleep, you can't fight. Okay. You can't change a system that you've grown accustomed to. You can't change a system that you've become comfortable with. You just tend to accept it. And that's what they want us to do. Just accept racism as normal so we don't fight it. But those days are over. Okay. We need to learn from post-war Germany and take down all Confederate monuments and change the names of anything named after racist bigots. Same way there are no Nazi statues in Germany, there shouldn't be any Confederate racist monuments in America. So I stand with, say their name, Alabama, and protesting to bring those monuments down. Well, Daniel Sims doesn't feel like that. In fact, Daniel Sims wants the Confederate monuments not to be touched. Let's go to WHNT19 for the report, please. Regardless how the next person feel, I'm not going to take my flag down. If I got anything to do with it, ain't no monument going to come down. Daniel Sims says he was adopted as a child. My whole family's white. Went to all-white school, grew up in all-white neighborhood. My grandfather was white, and he was the main one that fought in this war here. And he's taught me everything I know. He explains how he'd feel if the statues and flag were relocated. It may make my blood boil if they just come up here and feel like they could just tear it down. I don't see me still living if they do that right there. That monument ain't hurting nobody. That monument ain't killing my soul. It ain't talking bad to nobody. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't even racist. Sounds to me like Daniel is the one who needs to ask some questions. Uh, what war is he talking about his grandfather fought, fought in? Couldn't be the Civil War, could it? Because he said his grandfather taught him everything he knows. Well, the Civil War is from 1861 to 1865. No way he was around to learn anything from his grandfather. Second, if he's talking about the Civil War, there's absolutely no reason to be celebrating the losers. All right, the South lost. So why are we celebrating the losers? That's what I never understood. Daniel telling us to take heed to the truth. The truth is the South lost. The losers shouldn't be celebrated, okay? We don't remember nobody that Michael Jordan beat in the finals. We don't celebrate them, okay? We celebrate the champion. And we should be wiping America clean of its racist history and past. Also, it's hard not to be racist. It's hard not to be prejudiced if you are still holding on to symbols and ideologies of racism. Now, Daniel Sims is getting donkey of the day for this line. Let's listen to this one particular line. That monument ain't hurting nobody. That monument ain't killing my soul. It ain't talking bad to nobody. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't even racist. He's right. Uh, that monument ain't killing a soul. It ain't talking bad to nobody. It ain't even racist. That's because it's a goddamn monument, fool. It's a statue. It's a flag. It's an inanimate object. Of course it's not killing anyone. It's not a person, okay? Of course it's not racist. It's a statue. It doesn't have feelings, you fool. But the people those monuments were built about were racist. 
The people who waved those flags did talk bad about people. They did enslave people and kill people. What the hell is wrong with you, Daniel? Okay? The monument represents a philosophy, okay? The idea that white is right and everything else that isn't white is wrong. That monument not bothering nobody, you're right. But what that monument represents bothers the hell out of me, okay? Not only did it bother me, it enslaved my ancestors, all right? All right, so Daniel, what I need you to do is shut the F up forever and get the hell out of the future's way because in the words of a great man named Thanos, as long as there are those who remember what was, there will always be those who cannot accept what can be. And it's time for people like you to get snapped and turn to dust. Please give Daniel Sims the biggest hee-haw. Now, uh, it's time to play a game of guess what? Race it in! Now, if either one of you, DJ Envy or Angela Yee, are familiar with this story, you're cheating, okay? But I'm going to play it anyway. Envy will start with you. Uh, Alabama! Alabama! Okay. Alabama. A member of the Sons of Confederate Veterans doesn't want the Confederate monuments to come down. DJ Envy, guess what race it is! I have to say black. Because you know the story. Nope, nope, because it wouldn't be a why. story if it was a white guy. It wouldn't be a story, in my opinion. But since it's a story, I'm sure he's either a brother or Latino. You're one of them smart darkies, huh, light bright? Huh? <laughs> you, 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 you wow. use context clues. Huh? Okay, uh, Angela Yee, Alabama, a member of the Sons of the Confederate Veterans, doesn't want the Confederate monuments to come down. Guess what race it is! I mean, I feel it's not fair because I seen this story yesterday and I thought about, you know, I saw Clayton Bigsby trending and I knew why, so I'm going to just sit this one out. Oh, okay. See, good. I'm glad. I, I like you. You're not one of them old cheating colors. Okay? You, you could have cheated Jeez. just now. Uh, well, uh, guess what, DJ Envy, even though you cheated and uh, Angela Yee knows the story, uh, you're right. He's a Negro! Mm -mm 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 -mm. A, a black man. Okay. As DJ Envy says, a black-skinned person. <laughs> and I don't care what nobody says. He's got to be a paid actor. There's no way. He, he, he saw the Dave Chappelle, Clayton Bigby skit. He saw this. Play a little mm -hmm. bit of that. What would you say is the overall message of your books? Sir, my message is simple. Niggers, Jews, homosexuals, Mexicans, Arabs, and all kinds of different stink. And I hate it. I noticed you referred to uh, African-Americans. What exactly is your problem? How much time you got, buddy? Where would I start? Well, first of all, they're lazy, good-for-nothing tricksters, crack-smoking swindlers, big butt-having, wide-nose-breathing all the white man's air. <laughs> You've never left this property, have you, Mr. Bixby? No, sir, not in many years. What if I were to tell you that you are an African-American? Sir, I'm going to make this clear. I'm in no way, shape, or form involved in any He saw that and he's playing a role. I, I know a paid actor, attention seeker, clout chaser when I see one, but I still enjoyed giving him donkey of the day, okay? All right, thank you, Charlemagne, for that donkey of the day. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. Ride with the mob. Yo, this ASAP Ferg, and we celebrating the 10th year anniversary for The Breakfast Club. Shout out to Angela Yee, shout out to Envy, shout out to my boy Charlamagne the God. Y'all have done an amazing job, one of my favorite shows to watch. The Breakfast Club. Come on, Mark. 
relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee. Hello, who's this? This Arietta. Hi. Arietta, what's your question for Yee? I have this ex, right, and he wants to really be with me. Like, we really want to, like, I really, I want to be with him, and he wants to be with me. But the only thing is, I feel like if I stay with, if I be with him, I'm going to always cheat on him. What? Because, because he has a small pecker. Oh. <laughs> ah, okay, you're not a host. That's actually a very valid reason. And I'm sure he's aware of it. I think I think I think he is, and I'm like, but he, I, I like, I really want to be with him. Like, he loves my kids, he loves me, and but I just, all right. So I just can't do this. <laughs> Does he make you orgasm? No. Damn. With his, with the not the bottom. <laughs> so wait, and I'm like, you've had you've had an orgasm before from him? Yes. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna tell you a couple of things. I feel your pain. You don't feel any pain, but. I will say that usually guys with small penises are great at other things. Is he good at oral sex? Yes. Is he passionate in other ways? Yes. There's no point in you being with somebody if you're just going to cheat on them. I'll say that much. But there's guys with huge penises that don't know what they're doing. So you should be glad that you have somebody who has a small penis and is able to still make you have an orgasm and please you in that way and take great care of your kids and take great care of you. Angela will tell you what you want to hear, boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying, have you ever been with a guy with a, a huge penis that isn't good? No, Charlie? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Charlemagne always orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. But okay, um, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just saying it because the thing about it is, I like pen- stimulation. Penetration. I she mean, like, penetration. I mm-hmm. I like stimulation and penetration. I mean, like. So it's like it's hard. How small is and, you it? Know, who? Let me see. I hold out your hand and put it was like, down your thumb. Your thumb. Why don't, y'all just, why don't y'all just scissor with each other? Y'all rub <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> what about can you guys use toys? I don't think he's into that. No, I mean on you. Like if you you gotta try and experiment with other things. <sighs> try to get not, try to get some vibrators involved and get him to do that to you. Buy him, a, you know. buy him a strap on. Oh, wow. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. that that's no, but I'm saying you could use some toys and stuff like injury. that. I mean, like, I'm like, okay, Listen, I'm gonna, you're going to make it known that I have a little peck. You got to buy me a big one? Like, what? Yeah, I guess you're right. Sex is a very important part of a relationship, <laughs> and so I feel you with that. But I also feel like if he can have that passionate, intimate connection with you and still make you orgasm, you should be okay with that. And if you're going to cheat, yeah. then just don't be with him. Find what you want. But remember, the penis isn't always bigger on the other side. What? Oh, what? The good point. Like, the grass isn't always greener. <laughs> you might go get with somebody with a bigger penis, and everything else might be wrong. And then you're going to regret it, and then you want to get back with him. This is why it's so unfair to be a man, man. We can't go out and get plastic surgery to make our penises bigger. You can. You it can. just no, won't be can't. that much. No, you can't. You they can't have, make it no They longer. do have penile enlargement. Right. No, I've they tried. don't. Have you tried? It's all girth. I've looked into it, okay? Oh. Ain't nothing to do with length. All right, you girls, I can get ass shots and fake breasts and hair and weave. I can't get no extensions for my penis, and now you want to leave me. You want to leave me just because God blessed me with a little pecker. Oh, Jesus, don't do that. And what you don't understand is paper cuts hurt too, especially when they wet. Okay. What? What? Well, somebody in this room has a small penis. 
<laughs> I'm okay, advertising. We have, we have clearly brought that up. Identified. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, good luck to you. But listen, don't be with somebody if you're going to cheat on them. That's all I have to say. That's going to make him feel terrible. This God testing you. And you know what, man? When you're not thankful for the little things you have in life, you don't get blessed with more. And we mean little. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. You know that right now. All right. <laughs> Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, call her right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Mike Honcho. Hey, what's up, bro? What's your question for Yee? I'm having a hard time uh, breaking it to my new partner. Uh, that I had to do gay porn once upon a time in my life. Ah! And I'm not, and I'm not happy like about that chapter. But um, I just wanted to know, Angela Yee, how do I break this to my new partner? Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. What, what was the name of the porn? Yeah, Go sure. Go ahead, uh, about to Google. <laughs> <laughs> about to Google. I'm just joking. I just wanted to know the names. Just, you know, bang me twice. I don't know. I just wanted to know the names of it. Wow. Uh, that's it's very unoriginal. Paying me twice. More of a pri- it was called Private Society. And so, mm-hmm. um, and it's their bizarre gay porn edition. Um, you should have so had an orgy bizarre? and called like it two and a half of, men. Well, what kind of stuff were you doing? <laughs> oh, I, I did have to spread my butt cheeks. That's Mike Hancho. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how it sounded. Um, <laughs> and, uh, just, that Owen Hancho was huge. Let me ask you this: Why did you Capital have to do o. gay? Why did you have to do gay porn though? I'm just curious. Is it, does it pay more? Yeah, you got it. You're right on the head. It pays a little bit extra. So hit it right on the head would be a good name for a porn, by the way. <laughs> so, are you, are you gay? Well, no. It was just a very hard time in my life. So I, it's, I was on cocaine, a whole bunch of pills, and a whole bunch of preludes. And uh, okay, you know, yeah. So now down spiral my life, but. Uh, it was not a rejoiceful moment. Right now, it's great. I got a new work girl, and you know, I don't have to spread my butt cheeks like Mike Honcho anymore. <laughs> well, listen, I feel like you're going to have to have that conversation just like you had it with us. Because one thing you do have to do is be honest, right? And then that person has a right to say, okay, I'm not sure this is you're the person that I want to be with. Or maybe they'll say, you know what? We've all gone through things in our past that we're not proud of that have brought us to the point where we are today and I can accept you for who you are but I think it is important for you to let her know how long have y'all been together? Yeah I was thinking but, I, but then what if I lose her because then, then that that might resort me again spread my butt cheeks as my honcho no. so I don't You know wanna... what though you could either lose her now or lose her later right? Well, She's probably going to break up with you because it's porno born if, if all you're doing is spreading your butt cheeks that's a, that's a boring porno bro that's all you could do? Well I mean, you would want to look him up, buddy. I can email you. No, I'm cool. In case he falls on some hard times as well. That's true, Charlemagne. That could be a good name for a porno, too. Falling on hard times about a man who had to suck to get his way to the top. Aren't your kids around you, bro? Okay, Hancho. But yes, definitely please let your girlfriend know. I don't know if you watch Love is Blind, but uh, Carlton, who is sexually fluid, he waited until they were engaged to let his fiance know that he has been with men before. And that is definitely something that you have to be honest about. Was he able to keep his girl? No, it did not work out. Oh, no, Angela Yee. I'm going to keep this to myself. I just, you got a you very know, at some point, voice. You know, at some point she will find out, though. 
Whatever comes to the dark does come to the light. That's what they say. But on this one, I think I'm going to admit the truth. That's another good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's a gay porn. Like, you're on, like, video. People can eventually see you. They will stumble across you. People around you might hold over your head when they see her and be like, you know, I'm going to tell her, have you told her yet? Have you told her yet? That's something that you'll always be thinking about. What if she finds out? You know, it's just something that could be very stressful. I wore wore a, a satin mask. But uh, mm-hmm. maybe they see my tattoos now, and that's the only thing I'm worried yeah. about. But uh, tattoos right. might give it away, bro. Mask. How much did you make? Uh, Sixty-nine dollars. Well, I made about. Well, no, I'm actually I made about twenty-five hundred dollars, buddy. And um, and okay. I've done five scenes, so just throwing it out there. So okay, five scenes, twenty-five hundred dollars. K points right. the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> it would be dope to see that. two men. Imagine you get two men and you get like a little person and you name the point oh two and a half men. That'd be dope. That that would be funny. Then I might be my honcho again. <laughs> Maybe you All got right, a future well, in gay porn, bro. How much did they have to lube you up, bro? Wow, Envy. Uh, Envy sounds you know, like he's we... considering buying another property and he needs an investment. <laughs> Well, I got an email for you guys. guys no, nah, I'm good. Thank you so much for checking in, bro. Good luck, man. And I would. And he's like, hold on bro. the line, though. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm good, bro. I wonder, if, I wonder if Bang Bros does gay porn. Because they their name is, like, so gay porn friendly. Bang Bros. You know what I'm saying? For the bros that like to bang each other. Well, I might highly recommend the movie Guys Who Like to Suck If anybody's what? home bored. Nah, that's too forward. So- where are we going this morning? All right, see the coronavirus got everybody just bugging. Calm down. You, you know, we can't say these words on air, guys. I don't know if you know. Okay. Ooh, I'm not on air. I'm at the house. Oh my goodness. Ask Yee eight hundred five eight five one zero five one if you need relationship advice. Call Yee about anything. As you see, the answer. <laughs> really anything. <laughs> we anything. need that. All right. And Charlemagne, take your mouth away from the mic. You're too loud, bro. All right. It's the breakfast Shut club. Up. Come You're on. just happy that that man's butt cheeks were spreading like the coronavirus. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask C and E. Uh, you can ask us anything you want. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Ashley. Ashley, what's your question hey, for Ashley? Ashley? How you doing, Ashley? Okay. I'm good, I'm good. All right, so I'm 29. Um, I've been separated for three years, married for five, and I recently found out that my ex or my, whatever, my ex-husband, that he is bisexual. Okay, he, he likes men and women. Right. Mm-hmm. So... With that being said, his behavior has changed, and like we kind of don't know how to deal with each other. It's more or less like he's acting like a real bee. Like now I got to deal with a female, when before it was a whole different person. Well, listen, come on, I don't like your attitude about this, and I'm gonna tell you why. You know how that makes people act, right? <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't started acting funny because you was getting some good D, okay? So you should be able to relate to that man even more now. That shouldn't drive y'all apart. Oh God. Listen, so my question is, how do I get him to be a little bit more uh, easy? How do, how do I deal with him in terms of, like, how do I be patient? Because I don't know, I don't, I don't power women. Like, I don't know how to. He's not a woman, he's a man. You got to deal with him the same way. Exactly, he's just a dramatized person. Stop looking at it from a gender perspective and just think from the perspective of being dramatized. You've been there, you can relate. 
You need to look that man in his eyes and say, look, man, I understand how that good D can get you, but you acting funny with me, son. Good luck, though. Good luck. I don't understand why this is such a complicated conversation. Now y'all got more in common. You like penis, he likes penis. It's different. It's different when you were really dealing with someone, and now they've changed. Like, or maybe, or maybe you have changed. Maybe you feel away now because you understand that he's just not giving D to you. Have you ever been bisexual? You ever been with a woman? Of course, I am actually from the beginning. Oh my oh, god! Wow. So y'all both share the best of both worlds. Both he like around. penis and poom poom. You can't be mad you at You like him. penis and poom poom. He might what feel is the, the same way. You hating, yo. You hating because he getting more D than you nowadays. You That's the problem. That's, you sound like a hater. You a hater, yo. You a hater. You a hater. I'm Bye, a hater. Goodness gracious. Ask C&E. 800-585-1051. If you a hater, we'll take your calls, too. Hello, who's this? Hi, I said my name is Anonymous. Hey, Anonymous. What's your question for C&E? I don't get it. It's, we're on the radio. Nobody can see you, but whatever. You can give a fake name. I know, but my name is just so unique. You know, I just can't do it. So. You think Beyonce is a unique name? Go ahead. What's your question, Mama? <laughs> I'm glad I got y'all too today. It's a good question. What's up? Okay, so I've been with my boyfriend for, we're in our 10th year right 10 now. 10 years. Congratulations. Oh, you know, thanks. Uh, we have three kids together. Okay. And he, when we first started dating, we both established that we didn't want to get married. It was just like, I think we were both young and it was, hey, we just dating, let's have fun. We didn't see that we'd be together 10 years. Mm -hmm. So now my values have changed and I want to get married. Oh. And he's in that, why well, fix something that ain't broken. broken? Yeah. And, but I'm looking at it more on a, you know, showing your kids that you value your relationship and legal standpoints too is if anything ever happens to me or him, we can't go in a room. We're not allowed there. We have no say so, but we know what's best for each other. I agree. So, but the thing is, but he came in this relationship not thinking that he didn't want to get married, and you knew that, and you didn't too. want to get married. You changed yeah. up. He ain't changed up. You sound just like my best friend. He a dude too. But the thing is, your values change, and That's when your true. kids start to ask you, why y'all don't got the same last name? Exactly. Happened to exactly. me. Exactly. Exactly. So we went looking for houses and my daughter said, mommy, in the next house we go in, you can't come in because you're not a blank. She said our last, their last name. Wow. And it like hurt my heart. Yeah, but she was only like three or four. Did you have that conversation with him? Does he, he, does, he still doesn't want to get married. Yes, but the thing is, I don't want to continue to push because I don't want him to feel obligated. I don't want a man to marry me out of obligation. I want him to marry me because he feels like we have the same values. Right, but, you know, you already went into this relationship in this union thinking that you didn't want to get married, he didn't want to get married, he was cool with that. What's the reason he doesn't want to get married? He's just saying, like, what does a piece of paper do for us? Like, we're both, we, we know that we're both for each other and we're going to be together forever. Uh, we're, he's on the black men don't cheat. He does not cheat. Good. I know this. <laughs> but the thing is, it's just like, for him, it's like, why? Why I, do you I, want I, to I think, now? I'm going to tell you something. I think... You know, I, I'm sure he loves you. I'm sure he wants to be with you for the rest of his life. But, yeah, that's the thing. When your kids come to you and your kids say, why y'all don't have the same last name? Like, you know, I do believe that marriage is just a piece of paper. And y'all are already married because y'all are tied it to soul. Correct. But I do exactly. like the fact, I do like the, 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 I like making it official. I think he should make it official. But, you know, I can't, I can't tell him to marry you. I can only tell him to find somebody to share his life experiences with. But he already got that. So it's really he no does, and he tells me that all the time. He's like, hey, I want to be with you. You're the person I want. I don't want to be with anybody else. But he just doesn't see the reason why 
hey, we've been together this long. It's been working. You should tell so. them. You should tell them the reason is because you want to. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you tell them you want to. to and, and your kids. Your kids That's need right. that as well. I'm all about making my woman that. happy. Happy wife, happy life. So the exactly. fact that you, tell them you want to. Don't 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 even make it like negotiable. Be like, y'all really want to get married. When he asks you what you want for Christmas, I want to get married. What you want for your birthday, I want to get married. What you want for but Valentine's, I want to get married. Like you're crying too much. So why don't you just like, ask okay. him one good time? Why don't you ask him? Why don't you get a ring and be like, I want you to be my husband? Don't Hell do that. Hell no. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't do that. You just go curse on the radio? Never. I would never do that. Yeah, don't I'm do not that. Not about to be a, a Christy and Jim Jones situation. Mm-mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with letting him know that's what you want, though. And if he lo- okay. and if he really, really loves you, and he really, because it's gonna come a point in time where he can't give you, he can buy you a house, he can buy you purses, all that stuff. And he he's can- done all that. He bought me a house. He support. We both own our own businesses. He supports my business so much, mm-hmm. and it's just like. You want that ring. That's the only thing that I want. I don't even need. The thing is, I don't. I can get one of those little rings you go work out with that's like silicone. I don't need the big jewel. I just want to be able to share the last name and we be a, a united you to, front. You need to go on title and make you a marriage playlist. So when y'all in the car, just songs be playing like <laughs> Let's Get Married, Beyonce, if you like it, then you put a ring on it. Just all these songs that got to do with marriage. Just keep beating it in his head. Eventually, he'll come he around. to y'all all day. So y'all give, tell, him, tell him to marry me. What's his name? What's his name? She won't say. Ooh, his his name is Dwight. 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 Get married. Get married, Dwight. Yes, King. Or what you do is you wait right, right when y'all having sex, right when he's about to, to and you stop right there and you be like, this is only for a married man and just walk out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, no, Dwight, for real, get married. I promise you when you get married, your life will change, man. And not only when you get married, when you get married and you a faithful black man, I promise you your life will transform in ways that you can't even explain. I can't even explain to you the joy that I feel in my life your right now. Your penis gets bigger when you get married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get, get married, Dwight. Marry me, Dwight. All That's right, Dwight. Dwight. All right, Dwight. Do what's right, Dwight. Do what's Do right, Dwight. Right, Do what's right, right Dwight. Do what's right, Dwight. All right. I'm with that. Keep it locked. We have more coming up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Listen, man, the positive note is simply this. Life is unpredictable, and you never know what is coming next. Don't ever get too comfortable. Always uh, be ready to change.